Hi, I'm Krista. And I'm Susan. And we are Dandelions and Side Streets. On this pod, we connect with creative people and other folks doing interesting things in the world. Writers, artists of all kinds, innovators, and helpers. People we would like you to get to know. We also review books, recite poetry, share recipes, and savor in the art of conversation. We chat, share stories, chew the fat, chop it up. We love a good chin wag. Thanks for listening. Great, we're back in business here. We're back in business. Back from vacation, back from our little summer uh, break. Let's call it a let's call it a break. <laughs> Dandelions and side streets took a an, an August vacation. Um, it sort of extended into September because of a few things that happened. Some good, some not so great. Uh, all working out well. Um, but let's just say this: we are all going through the world of post not quite post covid and we are all experiencing different things and there are a lot of people with a lot of different opinions but let's just say this the world has changed and so many people have been affected in different ways wow that was really well said krista thanks it was very diplomatic like you're not going to you know no haters are going to come after you for that statement that was i'm good. not i'm not going to hate the haters um, I, I hate some of the haters, but I'm going to try to keep that hate, turn that hate into, I don't know, love. Here's the thing. I think <laughs> that the, I think the people that disbelieve that COVID is a thing are people that are afraid. And those people are no different than us because we have all been afraid and we are all afraid. The amazing thing is we're moving on with life and things are getting better and we're getting back to some kind of normalcy, but we're also experiencing some fallout on personal levels. And it's one of those things where we just can't discuss openly with everybody because the opinions are so sporadic, diverse, controversial, emotional, that... um, and, and dandelions and side streets is not here to make anybody feel bad. We're just trying to get through a day, you know, and bring some love and light. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> bring it. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know, Krista. I'm struggling now because I feel like it's so hard to say anything. And I feel like here we are saying stuff. We, we have a podcast. We're saying stuff. And so I don't know. We're putting stuff out there. We're talking to people who are kind of, you know, in some ways a little bit countercultural. Okay. So, I, yeah. I, think, I think that's fair. I, I will say this. I work with people who have had COVID. And some of them have moved on. It's fine. It was a cold. It lasted a while. Other people take breaks because they're lightheaded, don't feel well. It's been going on for months. Um, 
there are other people that have gone through very significant medical issues after or been questionably diagnosed with COVID. Yeah. There is something in the air. And I guess I'm always trying to be diplomatic, but the truth is that people's lives have changed and people's lives have been severely challenged. Yeah, I agree. And you're right. Everyone is kind of had their own unique experience, right? Um, Through all of this. Yeah. Yeah. Before COVID, if I would go to work and somebody had a really bad cold, I would be like, why are you here at work? You have a terrible cold and you're coughing and you're trying to make it not seem like you do and you do. And I understood it because people need to work and our society, our government doesn't uh, respect that people. Yeah. Or give a shit that people can be ill and they're just going to have to suffer at work and then spread the love, so to speak. Um, But now that COVID has happened, I'm like, I don't want to be next to a coworker who's coughing. Um, I, I worry about them. Are they really okay? Are they just at work because they need the money? Are they yeah. spreading it to me? You know? Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. Let's talk about summer. So the last okay. time we the mm-hmm. last time we connected on Dandelions and Side Streets, we talked about what we were doing in the summertime. Up to yes. that point, we had some great conversations about family gatherings and surviving uh, family reunions. Surviving. And, um, <laughs> yes. I, you might you might note that I'm still intact here. You are it. alive and well. Yeah, it was. It was touch and go there for a bit, but I got through. And thanks for your tips. I appreciate it. (laughs) Well, I wasn't there to truly help out. But um, I wanted to tell you that um, in the summertime, Marilyn and I had planned a trip. um, Not a big trip, just an Ontario beach trip, like Mm -hmm. Wasaga, to be specific. We had booked a car rental two months beforehand. Mm-hmm. And we found a a discount code on their site mm. to get this nice. good deal. Getting rental cars has been a real drama since mm-hmm. COVID. Like it's they're really expensive, they're hard to get. So we were really thrilled that we were able to put this thing aside a couple of months ahead. And so on the day of, it was early morning. We packed our little carry-ons and we walked up the street to the local place where you pick up the car. I'm not going to name the car company because I'm just not going to do that. But um, we showed up and uh, the guy said, I'm sorry, this discount code you used is uh, from a company that you don't work for. Do you work for this company? And it was a company that we didn't work for. And he said, so many people are doing this. They're stealing, stealing codes. What? And we were like, first of all, we don't work for that company and we aren't stealers. It was 
from your website. And he said, there's nothing I can do for you. Uh, you don't have the discount. <laughs> and so we were like, okay, so can we still get the car? And he said, yeah, it's going to cost you $300 more. And we were like, okay, so why is this okay? It was just a terrible situation. And we, we tried to contact the company and, and ask for some explanation and back and mm-hmm. forth com, uh, calls happened and nothing ha- came of it. But um, we just met in the food court near the car rental place and said, okay, we're about to have our whole weekend ruined. We're not going to let that happen. So what are we going to do? Right. And uh, so we said, let's just staycation in Toronto. Oh, nice. Yeah. So we, we went home. We dropped off our bag. We repacked knapsacks. We went down to the harbor front. It was a gorgeous, sunny, warm day. Um, there are three different ferries that go to Toronto Island. And it's there's so many great things on Toronto Island. Like there's an area where families can go to kind of an amusement park for kids. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. artist areas. There's sanctuaries. There's all kinds of things. But we opted to go down to the waterfront. There was a huge lineup for the ferries. And so Mm -hmm. we ran down and we caught a water taxi for Mm -hmm. like, I think it was like $12.50 each. And in five minutes, we were on the island. And then they have expanded some of the beaches. So there's a place called Gibraltar Point where there's an artist uh, place there and great beaches. And then there's Hanlon's Point, as we have talked about before. The The nude beach. The nudie beach. Um, Yeah. But we found this new beach in between the two. And we went there and we like hung out and we swam and we went for lunch and we we just had like a really great day. Good work recovering from that instead of just, yeah, going to the dark place. And we we had a lot of fun and um, it was a great day. Nice, nice. Yeah. When you're talking about Toronto Island there, I just, it made me think of a show that I really, really enjoyed. Um, It's on Netflix and it's Canadian. Um, It's called Sensitive Skin. Oh. And it's filmed in Toronto. Don McKellar and, oh, Sex in the City, Cottrell. What's her Kim name? Kim Cattrall. Kim Cattrall. It's brilliant. I, I feel like it's fun to see parts of Toronto and it's set in Toronto. It's a very smart dialogue. And parts of it take, um, I think in the second season, there's, I think there's two seasons. The second one is set on Toronto Island and it's just, it's so good. I'm going to look that up tonight. Yeah, yeah. It's about a couple, like a long-term relationship. I wouldn't know anything about that. Right, you who has a nice long-term relationship over there. Like it's, 
But I feel like sometimes there's not good drama about long-term relationships. Like there's, you know, stuff about young love and kind of midlife crisis and whatever. And, And there is midlife crisis going on here. But it's really, it's well done. It's really well done. Okay. So that's Let's, my recommendation. Show okay, recommendation. people, put it on your list. I'm putting it online as we speak. Yeah. I went to see a, a TIFF film. It was called The Return of Tanya Tucker featuring Brandy Carlisle. Okay, yes. I know you have a special relationship with Brandy. She's mm-hmm. great. I, I, I said in the mid-2000s that she would be a household name, and she is indeed. You called so, that, Krista. I you did. called it. I totally did. Anyway, so um, Brandy said, uh, I think that Tanya Tucker hasn't been given her day mm. and has uh, a lot to contribute and has contributed and hasn't been acknowledged for her contribution to country music. And so she decided to uh, connect with Tanya Tucker and help her make a new album. And she and Scooter Jennings, this producer, who is Mm -hmm. Waylon Jennings' son. Right. Director was uh, Caitlin Haran and Mm -hmm. camera work by Jessica Young. And they just followed the whole story of Tanya Tucker. And Tanya was like, who Tanya didn't know how to use uh she didn't know how to use text so she messaged scooter and said who who the hell is this brandy bitch (laughs) (laughs) not knowing that like brandy was on the yeah (laughs) yeah that's hilarious anyway it turns out to be a beautiful story and it culminated in for getting in 2020 two, she was nominated for four and she won two Grammys. Wow. Uh, huh. Yeah. And I need to uh, listen. I need to revisit my Tanya Tucker. The, you know, I'm, Delta Dawn, um, oh, but it's a I beautiful it. story. And she's, you know, she's very vulnerable. Like she's very, uh, you know, she's still got like this, like, personality where she's like she loves music and she wants to do it but she's also a little self-deprecating and not sure of herself and brandy just steps in and says like you are country music and we all owe you and we're gonna get you there where does can i okay i have two things to say one brandy carlisle seems to have a lot of friggin energy she has her hands in many pots these days, like including like the revitalization of Joni Mitchell, <laughs> getting her back on stage. And then this. Yeah. And, and she's just doing a lot of stuff. Like, she's on I fire. Do, she's yeah. on fire. Yeah. She, you yeah. know, I so think she's I hope- one of those people that has like, she stepped on the, she stepped on the pulse the second thing I wanted to say is I really like the name Scooter. Yeah. And like if I were, you know, I don't know, to give birth to another cat, let's say. <laughs> I, I would, think Scooter's good. Wouldn't Scooter be a great name for, you know? Oh, show. Sure. <laughs>
Susan was singing Delta Dawn and I had to remind her that we don't have the money to pay for the rights. But you know, Delta Dawn. What's Imagine that? me singing Delta Dawn. Yes. What's that flower you got on? Could it be a faded rose from days gone by? Yeah. And that's all we're saying. We're not singing it. Okay. We're just saying it. That's yeah. okay. Spoken word. All, Spoken word. And all those words have a dot between it. So don't come at us. Don't come at us, rights. No, because I can't afford it. I certainly cannot afford it. Yeah. Um, okay. So what else has been going on with you? Um, let's see. Uh, wow. Oh, you've been taking a lot of pictures, Sue. You've been taking some really gorgeous pictures of rocks and plants and mushrooms and you, you and yeah. your hikes. There's a lot of good stuff that comes out of your hikes. Yeah. Well, I live in a beautiful place, which is New Brunswick. Mm-hmm. And my favorite area of New Brunswick is Charlotte County, which, mm-hmm. um, as you know, was partially hit by Fiona. Right. Um, but not too badly. I, I think other places really, um, Took suffered. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, it's just so beautiful. There's so many, the rocks, the shoreline is very rugged and I love it. It's, it's very photogenic. I feel like photos just kind of take themselves. Well, but I, on one hike recently, I came across across this really weird phenomena of like a whole bunch of monarch butterflies were swarming kind of. I was like, is this a filter? Is this like a monarch butterfly filter? But it wasn't. Yeah. So stuff like that happens out here. It's there's a magical kind of. Did you know that my nephew, Mitch, who takes pictures of birds mostly but nature um this was a couple years ago but he took a picture of a monarch butterfly that actually had been tagged really huh yeah i didn't see that yeah krista should we talk a little bit about our um like our plans Yes, we have a couple of things, a couple of guests coming down the pipe. There's the elusive Phil Lee. Yeah, who's um, my father. Pop, your pop. Let's call him Pop. He's, uh, he's an elder. He's uh, the young age of 90, nine zero. And he's a blogger. So uh, we thought that he deserved a spot on Dandelions and Side Streets. And so that'll be fun. Even if he wasn't a blogger, he fully deserves a spot on Dandelions and Side Streets. I'm not sure we deserve him. But he's amazing. And I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, that'll be a fun conversation. Um, And then we have uh, Michelle April. Yes. Michelle is an old friend of mine. Um, she, I don't know, like I would call her 
she's a therapist. She's a healer. She works in the mental health field. She just walked the, um, what is it called? Lake Superior Coastal Trail, which is amazing. She's a very interesting human and looking forward to chatting with her. Well, and so am I. And uh, I think she may she may help us out with some breath work. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Also, we have coming up uh, Joe Kalea and Lucy Conte, who have a cookbook called Quanto Basta. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm hungry just hearing that. I know, right? Lucy got some recipes from her mama, from her Nona. Oh, nice. And Joe and Lucy made all the recipes. And Joe is a photographer, and he took pictures of the combination of that. Mm. He took pictures of all the end product. Yeah. So that, that'll be fun. Multi-generational recipes. Wow. Yeah. That'll be great. And others, we have other ideas too. And hey, Sue, you know what? We may actually do a in-person, like you and I together, sesh yeah. in November. Yeah. That- because I, I think I'm going to be in the Maritimes. Oh, great. Okay. That would be awesome. Oh, I just wanted to make a note, just flying back a bit to Fiona, the storm. Yes. The storm, Fiona, uh, took a great toll on a lot of folks, and um, especially, I would say, folks in Newfoundland. Yeah, yeah, and PEI. And, and PEI. And lots of parts of Nova Scotia. I And Shediac. Shediac, yeah. Yeah. Lots of people were hit hard, and um, I think it goes to say that uh, global warming is not a joke. I find my mind goes to, like, survival a lot. Like, even, like, before this storm hit, I was like, I need to get, like, a proper kind of like a, like, we have, I've got a barbecue here, but I was thinking maybe I need, like, a Coleman stove, a little, you know, like, what if I'm, what if we have no power for a week, you know? How I think a Coleman stove, well, back in the the, the gale of 79, yes. my my dad had a Coleman stove and set it up in the living room for us to eat over those couple of days where we had no power. Yeah. So so there's that. And also Marilyn and I talked about having a survival kit and a lot of it is just like jars of lentils jars of rice jars of things maybe maybe like some cash on hand maybe this needs to be um an episode of dandelions and side streets like survival a survival guide and maybe we can talk to some people that actually can give us some (laughs) good advice people who know something yeah yeah. Maybe they're like, don't bother with a jar of lentils. <laughs> I know. Right. Yeah. We could talk to someone who actually knows some stuff about how to survive in adverse conditions. Yeah. Yeah.
Hey, Sue. We're back. Yay! Dandelions and Side Streets is back. Woohoo! And we're totally looking forward to the fall and then the winter and all of it. We're excited to talk to a bunch of people. And we always just love talking to one another. That's the beauty of this, really. Yeah, there's an ease. We- and, uh, you know, um, it's nice to see your face. I can see your face as we're talking here. And I enjoy that. There it is. There it is. Yeah, I like it too. It's kind of cool. All right, that's it for Dandelions and Side Streets. End of September. Thanks for listening. 